0: how in the hell is team fortress 2 still alive i'm captain dirk and i'm stev and this is super arrogant bros
1: you're listening to the madcast media network madcastmedia.com
0: one two three no
1: okay
0: Welcome to Super Eragon Bros, recorded on January 10th of 2021, the year of our Lord. So, buddy, you brought your Warhammer figures over to my place, yeah, and we played uh, a good good game of Age of Sigmar. Mm-hmm. I got to be able to play my Nighthaunt figures, and talk about yours.
1: I got to play something called the Osiarch Bone Reapers. Okay, what are they? Skeleton boys with spears. Mm. It's like Mayan... like, oh, God, how, do, how did somebody describe it to me? It's like a, a mix between like the Chinese and the Mayans, okay. I guess. Okay, yeah. And yeah, the, basically what they are is that the super bad guy of uh, the Age of Sigmar universe basically said, well, I need a way to beat up the other super soldiers... The not space marines. Yes. So I'm going to make these guys. Yes. And then he made them by ma- by taking all of the bones in the graveyards from everywhere that he could find. And he started making like a bunch of skeletons in armor. You had your skelly boys. I had my ghost boys. Mm-hmm. And uh,
0: I somehow won this one. Yeah. With, uh, with the use of strategy
1: mm-hmm. and,
0: and with lucky rolls, mm-hmm. mostly lucky rolls. But uh, the idea was that there were three objectives. So with the, each objective, you had to have your um, your guys around that objective, mm-hmm. uh, and if if they're around all three of them, then you're then you win. Yeah. Or uh, we went from uh, going through three turns mm-hmm. and seeing where we were from there. Yeah. And um, what um, what did you think of of the
1: Night Haunt figures that I had? They had a lot more attacks than I thought that they would actually have. Like, yeah. outside of the game, I got them for you mainly because I thought that oh, it's a spooky month. It's spooky month, and I think I got them for your birthday. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah he'll he'll enjoy these. And then I started diving a little bit further into them, and it's just like, all right, yeah, this is something that he might be able to do. There's like a, not a lot of rules that he has to like really think about. They're pretty easy. And it's just throw people at people until they fall down.
0: Yeah. So you're, you're figuring this is something where it's, it's if somebody's first army, uh, like that would be a good option for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the more that I've been looking at other armies, the more I've been like, I want to play that one. I want to play that one. I fell in love with the Grey Knights, though. Yeah. Those are our absolute Deus Vault in the world of 40K. <laughs> uh,
1: well, that, that. They're not that <laughs> day was full compared to the other ones. Yeah. But
0: God, damn, something about those spoke to me. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, though, speaking of armies, I want you to join the Arrogant Media Military Complex. <laughs> <laughs> the Arrog- And what is the Arrogant Media Military Complex? Well, if you're watching the show, you might be part of it. If you're helping share the show, though. You're definitely part of it. Uh, We've got a Discord that you can join, but we also have the Patreon back up and running. So here's the thing. I don't like the idea of having tiers where it's like you don't really get anything for it unless it's being treated like a tip jar. There are some Patreon users that do this, Mm -hmm. and you have to be transparent with this. You have to be. And uh, let me go ahead and show what this is like as well.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, so here we have the Patreon on the screen here. And yeah, let's go ahead and bring this up. So uh, there are six different levels to this. Uh, the coffee guys are three bucks per month. You basically gave us a cup of coffee for this month. Mm-hmm. That's still something. That's that is something we would be thankful for either way. Uh, for five dollars per month, you join the Goblin Army. Uh, for ten bucks, you are part of the Troll Army. To become an Orc Warrior, that is $15 per month. An Orc Chief is $25 per month. And actually, Olivia is our very first Orc Chief from this Patreon as well. Wow, nice. Yes. And then uh, official sponsor is $50 per month. Now, here's the thing, though. Orc Chiefs are people that need to be paid attention to. If you are an Orc Chief, what we'll allow you to do is use our show as your platform For if you have a video for us to play Mm -hmm. uh, that you recorded yourself. Or if you have a message that you want to bring to us for an episode, you can do so. And just make sure it's not something that's going to get us in trouble. Yeah, obviously. But yeah, if you have a message for us that you want relayed through the show, you can do so. Do you have a local band that you want to promote? Are you part of a local band that you want to promote? Do you have a cause? Do you have uh, something that you want people donating for? whatever whatever it is you want to talk about that's within reason obviously then hit us up while you are an orc chief Mm -hmm. and we'll be able to run that during the show yeah so i I figured it's it's something of um of a means of uh something to incite somebody to want to do it obviously so uh but for official sponsors here Here's the thing. A business is not going to be able to use this to write off their, their taxes. But if if there is uh, somebody that, or some sort of a business owner that wants to uh, sponsor us and use this as, as an advertisement for them for 50 bucks per month, they can do so. Mm-hmm. If they join, hit us up, give us the details, and we'll talk to you from there. Besides that, if you do not donate to the Patreon... That's okay. That is your money.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You can still be part of the military complex uh, by sharing the show, by um, g- engaging with us, by being part of the Discord as well. We have an official Arrogant Media Discord that you can join, chat with us, hang out, uh, give some topic ideas, just you know something a little bit more behind the scenes that you can you can join in on. And, and we'll talk to you there. We'll hang out there as well. It's a lot of fun. We've got some good people there. We've got uh, Weirdo. We've got Hitmonkey, uh, Ray John, and uh, we've got some of the guys from, actually, we've got everyone from the You Hate to See It podcast up there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hang out with us there. Yeah. So with that, let's go ahead and get into the Games of the Week. Yeah. Games of the Week. With all this pausing, there's going to be a lot of editing for me to do. Yeah. Anyway, for Games of the Week, I finish off Spider-Man Miles Morales. Good. It, it, it has some issues. Uh-oh. Uh, the combat, specifically. So, this is the real gripe that I have with this game. And it's, it's the only one that I think I have, though. And that is the design for the combat in that it throws things at you as a way to become difficult. Uh, Dark Souls 2 fell into this trap where in order to be difficult, it throws things at you instead of making a really engaging like boss fight, for instance. So, you know, when when you, when you throw away too much at the player Mm -hmm. in a way that makes it so that you actually can't see a lot of the attacks that are coming at you, that's not gonna feel very fair, Mm-mm. but that's that's the thing though. You want the combat to feel fair, even if it's hard, especially if it's hard. Either way though, the game is short, but it's very sweet. It's aesthetic. Uh, I like the characters that I'm that I'm interacting with, and uh, you know some surprises that were supposed to be there were not really surprises to me in the first place. But either way, I I didn't mind it. It 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 is a bit hokey here and there from the dialogue. Um, you know, having someone asking, Well, why do you do this, Miles? And he goes, Because I'm Spider-Man mm-hmm. Which I didn't like, mm-hmm. but whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. The other thing about this game, so uh it the way they handle Peter Parker depends on the universe for the Spider Man. Miles Morales originally came through because Peter Parker was killed by the Green Goblin. He was in the, the big dead. Yes, from uh, from Green Goblin in the Ultimate Spider-Man comic series. And then Miles Morales picks up the mantle and carries on as Spider-Man. But in this, you've got both Peter Parker and you've got Miles Morales together. And uh, Miles is a bit like a... He's actually a, an apprentice under Peter Parker, which is actually a nice interaction to be able to see. Uh-huh. but it would be nice to have miles have his own title instead of just Spider-Man. Like maybe it'd be less confusing for New Yorkers, for instance.
1: I I don't know. I don't know. Give me a games of the week, Stev. Uh, yeah, I actually do for once. Yeah. Well, I mean, for once I say, but, uh, well, steam keeps throwing things at me that they, that steam says, yes, you will enjoy this. You will give us your money. And you will enjoy this. Those are the rules, and yes, it, it usually applies to me hardcore. Um, so I decided to pick up a game called State of Decay Two. Those of you that know about State of Decay One, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, and apparently, it's very, it's very strange when it comes down to uh, when it comes down to pl- uh, players in the player community, because it's it's a single player game, yeah but it also has multiplayer aspects I didn't really do any of the multiplayer stuff so I won't, di- I won't dive into it but yes you can play with your friends in their own like little settlement community areas in the zombie infested world no you can't really do anything other than just be dudes that are in the community you can't upgrade things you can't take back things I think he I think somebody said they got like a carrot bag or something and that was that was it so like uh, uh, uh. um basically what it is is that big bad zombies outbreak I'm like shit that's bad and instead of like being like left for left for dead where you're just running and gunning and killing every zombie that you can find um <clears throat> and you know not having to worry about ammo or food or stamina or anything like that this game handles it in a fairly decent way so, you are the leader of a settlement. Like, let's skip past the prologue stuff. It's just tutorials at this point. But you are a leader of a settlement. Your job, as the settlement leader, is to make sure that, you know, shit goes alright. So you're going out with your buddies, you're, you're scavenging food, you're killing off zombie infestations, and you're trying to kill something that's known as the Plague Hearts. What's Plague Hearts? Well... You know how in normal zombie films, if you get bit, that's it? Yes. In this game, if the regular zombies bite you, ouch, that hurt. Moving on. But you have to get bit by a very special zombie. This special zombie is known as uh, Plaguezeds, or Plagueheads, whichever one that the player characters uh, tend to say. But basically what it is is that if you get hit by one, there's a chance that you will have an infection. And if you get the infection, there's a chance we'll, you'll just be able to fight it off. It's, tre- it's in, in this game, it's treated as something you really don't want, but it's not something that's hard to come by. Right, right. Like, the cure isn't hard to come by, but it's a risk-reward sort of management. Because if you hit that, if your bar goes all the way to 100%, You now have a set time in real time to go and find a cure for your dude. You can do whatever you can to make sure that the infection doesn't spread, putting him in an infirmary, or if you don't think that you actually have the time or the resources to devote into trying to save one guy, take him out back, put a bullet in his head.
0: Okay. Okay. This
1: demoralizes the community. Yeah. You want to make sure sure that you don't, you know, make other people bite the bullet. Um. So you go out, try and find a bunch of plague zombies, kill them, see if they drop, you know, actual samples for you to create this new vaccine. Then rush on back to the community, and, uh, you know, give them the cure. Which is, all right. I like that, because this game is a survival game. Like I said, you have to scavenge for food fuel, ammunition, building supplies, and you have to make sure that your settlement stays happy. So you have to go out into these different areas. So if you find a power plant that gives you power to the settlement, that's cool. If you uh if you go out and uh and you find a water uh water pump, hey, claim that outpost so that way you can use it. And along the way, you'll also encounter other survivors they will be either hostile to you or neutral towards you. If they're hostile towards you, pump the shotgun, daddy's going hunting. All right. He's going to go, we we now go and kill all of the things. Right, right. Okay. Neutral colonies, you basically just say to yourself, do I really want to spend the time and effort making them my friends? Because if I make them my friends, I can recruit their best guy to joining our community. So right now uh, and what do you mean by best guy? Well, in this game you can recruit other survivors to join your settlement. These will range from Jesus Christ, how have I not found you before? You are amazing. Come with me, small child. You are now mine. <laughs> yeah. To I honestly will not come back for you if 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 we're out scavenging. To there is a very high chance in the settlement I will commit homicide. Because each character has their own traits. So, basically, you can have, you know, the paragon of virtues and stuff like that where everyone's saying to themselves, yeah, this guy's alright. I'll, I'll, I'll hang out with him and stuff like that. To, this guy's a little bitch. He is a little bitch. He keeps nosing up in our business and he's bringing morale down. Well, kick him out the settlement then. Yes, you can do that. And, and, you want to make sure that your settlement is the best that it can be. Level up your dudes. Uh, level up the settlement facilities. Clear out as many of these play carts as possible because, trust me, you want to clear them out. Nothing is more terrifying than seeing 15 dozen eyes that are glowing red out in the distance as you're trying to get a fucking bag of potato chips. Right. And there's also special mutations. You have the bloaters that suffocate you and give you fatigue damage. You have the feral zombies that are fast as fuck, boy. They're painful. To the ever-loving tanks. It's not the tanks from Left 4 Dead where they will just run at you hardcore, but they're fat, they're big, they're hard to kill. Headshots don't do anything to them. You want to stagger them so that way you can murder them. And... It's a fairly fun and enjoyable experience for the $30 that I spent on the definitive edition. Normally it'd be 60 bucks, but hey, it's on sale. Fuck it. I had my fun with it. Am I going to come back to it every once in a while? Yeah, absolutely. Am I is am I going to devote myself to this game 24/7? No, cuz there are some crinks. Uh it's it gets very boring when you realize that you just cleared out everything that you could clear out in an area. When you get to the best like settlement position that you can find in that area, it the game just turns into easy mode. Uh, characters will repeat the same lines of dialogue every other second. That got really grating on my nerves after a while because it's like, yes, I know you're hurting. We're literally 10 seconds away from the settlement. Uh, wait for a second, boss. Please, for the love of God, let me just—the settlement's right there. Just shut up. We're
0: going. <laughs> By the way, Orange Monkey Five, who just joined in on the chat in our Twitch, uh, he says, "Oh man, I'm late." Yeah. You know what? We're just glad you're here. Yeah. That's thank it, you, buddy. That's it. Thank Everybody you. else who is not as cool as Orange Monkey Five needs to get in on our Twitch streams every Sunday night at nine o'clock at uh, twitch.tv slash super arrogant bros. Nine, nine o'clock, o'clock central. central. There we go. Yep.
1: We <laughs> were on the yeah. <laughs> same. Uh, we were both like, on the same track. Just there. like, I don't want to all of a sudden like notice that like there's 10 people on Twitch at like 12 in the morning. Good I'm job. like, like what, what? What you said was supposed to be at nine.
0: Ah, shit. <laughs> central time. Every other time zone can go fuck
1: themselves. Yes, absolutely. We actually don't exist on any other time zone. We are the time zone that makes your corn. Yeah. Your food. Your pork. We are your bread bowl.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Did you have any other comments about the game, though? Because I feel like I interrupted.
1: No, it's just... It's fun for what it's supposed to be. It's a survival zombie. I would... I'm very hesitant to call it horror. Like, there's moments where it's like, you can make stories out of this. Like, the one time where I accidentally smashed my truck into the middle of a a plague zombie-infested area. That was nerve wracking because I had my two best, my uh, two best uh, community members running around out there, and I'm thinking to myself, "How the fuck am I getting out of here?" Because I ran into two different zombie hordes coming in here, and they're all around the exits of the town. I don't have that, mi- uh, I don't really have that much ammunition on me. This is not a good time to be alive right now. Mm-hmm. So I said to myself. I literally need to fix this truck right now. Like, this is the best truck that I have at my settlement. I need to get it back. So I go out, and I'm trying to find repair kits, and I just realize literally every plague heart that I have gone to has had at least some sort of repair kit. And I'm looking at my ammunition, very low. I'm looking at my katana. Yes, there's a katana in this game. Yes, the guy is Asian. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. But it all just boiled down to I literally have to kill this plague heart in hopes that it drops a repair kit. And I'm like, I have to do this. And every plague heart, is there's literally a mass of flesh in the middle of wherever this plague heart is supposed to be. Either easy to find, or you're literally having to go room by room, checking every room, hoping to God that there isn't just like 15 of the damn like plague zombies that are just moving around. Found it. Through Molotov cocktails. They made a lot of noise. They alerted the horde. <laughs> uh, I'm panicking a little bit. I'm figuring out, like, okay, if I kill this plague heart, the rest of the zombies outside will die. I'm down to one last Molotov cocktail. As long as no one hits me, I will be able to fucking Kobe this shit. Okay. Lo and behold, this game really likes to make sure that I don't get to have my fun heroic moments. Because, hey, look at that. The horde's a lot closer than I thought it was. I get dove on, and now I'm trying to fight past these 15 zombies. I have my katana. All right? I will show these filthy gaijin the power of anime. <laughs> okay. So I'm sliping, I'm slicing I'm slicing. I I cut off people's legs, and I'm 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 trying my damnedest, and I find this like one little shot. I throw the Molotov cocktail in there, and then all of a sudden, I just see zombie heads explode. It, you, you ever see uh fucking what's it called? Uh, God, what's that? What's that new spy movie called? I have no idea. God, it's uh, Kingsman. There we go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You ever see Kingsman where like this, where their heads explode at the end of the movie? I didn't. I, I've never seen Kingsman, but oh, God, it's it's such a fucking fun thing. Like it, it's fun. But that, I'm not talking about that right now. Uh, and it, their heads just pop. I'm thinking, okay. I swear to God, that was the last of my ammunition, the last of my explosives. The other guy is complaining that he doesn't feel well, which means he probably has the blood plague. Let me see. Lo and behold, nothing was in there. Shit. So now I'm now I'm thinking to myself, okay, if I keep going into every house and then I look out in the corner of my eye, there is a fucking car I haven't touched, I haven't done anything to. I go over there and I realize this thing has a repair kit in its trunk hallelujah <laughs> i pick up the repair kit i get him back home and everything is fine and hunky-dory i had fun i swear good but yeah it's it's a nice little game will i re- recommend it for like it uh for a 60 dollar price tag no you wait for this sucker to go on sale again
0: is that what it's normally
1: at uh, price tag? As far as I'm concerned, it probably is. It's still a fairly like new game. People enjoy it. People buy it enough at the sixty dollars price tag, so it's probably not going to go down until they start coming into works for a state. Uh, state of the K three. It's a fun game. I wouldn't play it with multiplayer because I've I've heard that people just don't have fun with it. As a single player experience, yeah. Go ahead. If it's on sale, go ahead. Okay. So, with that all
0: uh, out of the way here, let's go ahead and get into the gaming news.
1: Gaming news.
0: Okay, so you've, er- you've ever heard of uh, PogChamp? Yeah. Well, have I you think- heard what happened to him lately? I heard he made a bad tweet. A- yes, apparently he did a no no. And, uh, PogChamp is now, uh, banned for ties to capital violence. So, uh, yeah. uh, So Twitch decided no more PogChamp. We're not going to use that as an emote here anymore. It's done. And let me read off the article that talks about this. This is from CNN.com. Amazon's live streaming platform. Twitch has banned a popular gaming emote citing how the man pictured on the emote tweeted comments that encouraged, quote, further violence. The PogChamp emote on Twitch is one of the oldest on the platform and was commonly used by gamers to signify joy and surprise. But the face featured in the emote, pro street fighter player and entrepreneur Ryan Gutierrez drew drew scrutiny after he posted a call for civil unrest to Twitter Wednesday. Gutierrez, who tweets under the handle Gutex, and called the woman who died after being shot at Capitol Hill a hashtag make America great again martyr and pushed for civil unrest in response to her death. He followed up with another tweet claiming he was being censored, saying, P.S. Big Brother Twitter wouldn't let me post the URL, so if you think big tech censorship is real, sorry, if you don't think it's real, there you go. Gutierrez has not tweeted about the Twitch emote ban and has not responded to requests for comment. Gamers typically say PogChamp to various, uh, sorry, to variations such as Poggers and Pog when celebrating a surprise win in a game or sharing something they consider to be particularly awesome. Emotes, similar to emojis, are often spammed ad nauseum while streamers play games or chat with fans. Uh just some background from uh, from this article here, then. The pog champ emote originated from a 2010 video blooper of Gutierrez, where he made an exaggerated look of surprise with wide open eyes and a gaping mouth. God, look at that fucking thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look at that boy. Look at that boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Twitch acknowledged Wednesday that, quote, we want the sentiment and use of Pog to live on. Its meaning is much bigger than the person depicted or image itself, and it has been it has a big place in Twitch culture. However, we can't in good conscience continue to enable use of the image. The platform said it would work on creating a replacement emote. You
1: can't replace poggers. You can't. That is that is that is the face of, that's, that launched a thousand ships. Yeah. Look at that man. Look at him. He is having fun. Yeah. And it also... And, in my opinion, that fucking face, that fucking emote has gone above and beyond just being, like, yes, that's his It's picture. past the man that did it. It, it. it is literally past the man at this point. Yeah. Like, no one gives a damn who the guy is right now. All they know is that there is, it, it's a funny emote that you can throw out because some guy did a cool thing. Yep. But Twitch apparently, you know what? Now that I start thinking about it, now that I start talking about it. I think Twitch is trying to cover their bases hardcore, because I know for a yes. fact that if all of a sudden somebody finds out that they haven't said anything or done anything about this guy, then someone's going to make a fucking kerfuffle of it. and it It's better that Twitch acts now rather than have it fucking blow up into something that they can't control anymore. That's exactly it. That is exactly because it. Because we know what mob mentality looks like, and it's not a pretty fucking picture, especially no. when it comes down to Twitch. Com- yeah, you're absolutely right, buddy. So I will I will say this. You can't. I don't know. It's just, it's such an iconic thing. Like people have used it for God knows how long. I've I've heard youngers, uh, like youngins, saying, "Oh, like oh man, that was a pog chant moment." Like, oh, okay, really bringing out the fucking video game uh, lingo out into the world real world right now that feels a little weird and i don't know why but at the same time it, it, it shows off how fucking big poggers is while i agree that you know twitch has to say something about it i feel like they should have just said like while we condemn the guy who made the pogchamp emote it's so far removed from who he is that we're we we, we we're, we're still going to keep it. Right. Because trying to replace it is going to feel fucking weird for people. And they're just not going to use the new emote. Well, guess what Twitch is doing? Oh, god damn it.
0: <laughs> from The Verge, Twitch will change the face of PogChamp every 24 hours. Uh, Twitch removed its popular PogChamp emote a couple of days ago after the person on which it was based, Ryan Gutex Guterres, posted some tweets encouraging more mob violence after the riot at the Capitol. The spirit of PogChamp, however, will live on. Today, Twitch announced that it would cycle through different versions of the emote every 24 hours, starting today. So, from their uh, actual Twitter, they retweeted Sean plot asking yo at twitch suggestion for pogchamp create a database of streamer and or general faces whenever someone types pogchamp display one of those faces at random would give a really nice crowd feel to a chat spamming pogchamp and allow the meaning to be tied to all of us instead twitch's response you know what in the spirit of figuring out 2021 together let's just roll with it for now Get ready for a new Pog Champ every 24 hours starting today.
1: I, all right. That was fucking <laughs> quick. <laughs> yeah, right, it was. I, I, you know what? Okay. I'll accept it. Yeah. Simply for the fact that, you know, it's. The Pog face is still iconic. It will live on in some fucking form and capacity. So, hey, there you go.
0: However, the day that I decide to use Pog face and Hasanabi's face comes up. I'm done. I won't do it anymore. I will never I will never fucking use it again. I, 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 if I ever come across the Young Turks on my Twitch stream because of its use as poggers,
1: done. I will completely denounce the emote altogether. Oh, man. But... There's there, there's a good amount of peop, uh, people out there that have good, like, emotive faces, so having a pog Champ like, come up every 24 hours is, like, a weird-ass thing. Like, yeah, all right. Like, more power to them. Like, Actually, yeah. Orange Monkey 5 just tried it out. I have no idea whose face is on there. Oh, God, I need to see. It's, like, looking weird. Oh, God, ah. Uh, 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 uh. That fucking... That fucking double lift? I have no idea. I can't see it from here. Excuse my weird face. Who the fuck is that?
0: I, I have no idea who that is. I
1: don't know who that is. <laughs> okay, I don't care no more. Ugh. But nothing will ever be.
0: My boy, Pepe Poggers. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. All right. With that, let's get into the topic of the week. topic of the week Team Fortress 2. Yeah. It came out back in 2007. Mhm. It's still alive. Yeah. How is it
1: still alive? So, I think I ta- I think we talked about this to some capacity back in the olden days. And I'm, and I think this was when I was telling you about Lazy Purple. Yes. A uh, YouTuber I found, uh, like God knows how long ago, when he uh, when he uh, did his uh, "How It Feels to Play Spy" video. Yep. And I've been watching his stuff ever since. I want him to make uh, "How It Feels to Play Medic" soon, so that way everyone that has never played a support role in any sort of video game can feel the pain of playing a healer in any sort of video game where you have to deal with retards just all of a sudden screaming into God knows where. Yeah. <laughs> But I digress. Um, in any event <laughs> it every single time that I get on YouTube, I will all I, I will see the big Team Fortress 2 YouTubers on my recommended. You got Soundsmith, you got Uncle Dame, you got Stabby, you got Lazy Purple, and it's they post videos about Team Fortress 2 nearly every day. And it's 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 remarkable how many views they get for each video. Like I, I I remember watching Star uh Stir back in uh, fuck God knows how long ago 2012 I think, and laughing at some of the jokes that he was uh, that he was making like the Schwicky Schwack was an anagram of the Liberty Launcher, uh Germa, like doing his stupid pirate hat song dance thing with the pyro I'm the pirate pyro like oh God that that still gets a that still gets a little smile smile with me every once in a while yeah and I think. The reason why Team Fortress Two is still alive it has to come back to the community, because a lot of these community members have been with it hardcore for the longest of times, and it's just every so often you'll get on Team Fortress Two and you'll notice that like people are still going like hard, like going into regular matches like a uh, high tower, uh, two 4 Bad water, God, bad water, um, and it's just every time that every every time that I f- keep forgetting about Team Fortress 2 for a while and like thinking about other games, I'll all of a sudden get a uh, get a uh, announcement from a group I still follow called Saxton Hell. Uh, Saxton Hell is a community made game mode where basically you the mercenaries are trying to kill another player who is playing as Saxton Hale or the Christian sniper or like any of these other things that come out and it's just like this game mode has been going on for fucking god knows how long. I remember playing it back in 2011. That was the only thing that I wanted to play when it came down to te- uh when it came down to Team Fortress 2. And the reason why Team Fortress 2 is so strong is because the community is so devoted to this game. You will still see source filmmaker movies, like about the mercenaries from Team Fortress 2 just fucking around, like scope, uh, like scope PUTIS, spy crabs, and, like all 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 that sort of stuff will just appear out of fucking nowhere. It it's it's fucking remarkable of how of how how long this community has been alive, since 2007. Like what year is it now? 2021. Yeah. And the community is still going in strong and large and
0: fucking long. And people are still creating tutorial videos for Team Fortress 2. Mm-hmm. And and not just uh, not just Lazy Purple either.
1: Yep. You got yourself Soundsmith that shows you how to trollger. Uh, you got him also. You, you got Uncle Dane showing you how to play the engineer. Uh, fuck him, what's his name? Uh, Vor- like Vorpal Blade or something like that. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a big demo Knight player in Team Fortress Two, and every so often, someone will find something new to do, whether it be literally having a flying demo Knight just come at you out of fucking nowhere and just gib your face in. Yeah. Like, that's terrifying. I have been on both ends of that. I I, I, I played group Keep. I know exactly where the fucking jump is. You're goddamn right, I'm gonna abuse it to no other. <laughs> right. But it's just, the only reason why Team Fortress 2 is still alive is because the community knows how to keep it alive. With new game modes, uh, the, the the workshop that they have for it where it allows you to put in your own custom cosmetic items and use them in-game, like, sure, other players won't be able to see them, but hey, this fucking thing looks neat. And sometimes those cosmetic items get put into the game. So it's not something for you to be able to show
0: off. It's just something that, like, you yourself are looking at and that's it?
1: Yeah. So, and, and here he, here's the big thing, because there are actual total conversions when it comes down to the player models themselves. So you have fem scout, fem spy, fem sniper. It's like you 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 turn all of the male characters in the game, which is all of them, into female counterparts. Like, I I don't know why, but they're all fully voice acted, including the death screams. Really, including getting hit, including okay. all of the taunts. Somebody put in a lot of effort to make sure that this works. Uh, there's also the uh, there's also HUD replacements. There's uh, always like new community game modes that are being made and it's just it's fucking remarkable of how quickly like the Team Fortress 2 community will just say to themselves, "I'm getting bored with this. So I'm going to make a new thing now." Like God, who knows how many fucking uh, how many fucking game modes are out there right now. So speaking of the the sentiment
0: of I'm getting bored with this related to Team Fortress 2, Have they ever made any new characters for this game? There has never been a need to.
1: Every character fills a niche. Uh, Like, you need someone that can spread out AOE damage. You got two flavors, long-range AOE damage, or short-range AOE damage that ignores sight lines. You need somebody that can get behind the back line. You have the scout, and you have the spy. Scout relies on speed, hardcore, getting up close and personal, and shooting people in the back. Spy can go invisible, can disguise himself, can pick people off left, right, front, and center if they're not paying attention, and it's fucking hard to do. Like I, I I've seen people chain stab, and I'm still impressed with how that works. You need someone that will be able to push up on the point with you. You got your heavy and you got your demo man. Demo man will be able to lay out a lot of like explosive suppressive fire. Heavy has a lot of uh, has a lot of health. You need someone that can do defense, demo man engineer any of them really healing if you put in too many healers into a game it starts fucking it, it fucks you up a little too hard mm-hmm. let's just put it up let's just put it like that in right. team fortress 2 circumvents this by like they don't put in new characters that just do the other heals you get your different loadouts if you want a long range healer and you feel like you're do- and you feel like you're doing good on your aim pick up the crossbow and shoot that scout in the mouth so that way he can get healed for all of the damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need, you need high damage right now. You got the medic with his Kritzkrieger. Krieger build up Uber, throw in a demo man and magic, just magics like everything. Like it just becomes a magical place of explosions and pain. So,
0: Okay, so we've we've never had a new character in Team Fortress Two, because as you and I both understand, like yeah, there there has never been a need for one. Now, I I want to say it was around twenty ten where they started implementing this hats,
1: yeah, cosmetic items.
0: Yeah, so they started implementing hats, and it it was it was made fun of. But also embraced all at the same time by the fans of this game. Um the uh like the fans were, were taking the piss out of Valve for uh for for really <laughs> trying to solve a problem just by introducing a hat. You wanna buy a hat and share and just show it off? You can buy a hat. Mm-hmm. You you want uh your your heavy to have a Batman cowl?
1: You can do that. No, Here's what you do you give them a tutu and you give them a tiara and you turn that tiara into flames Mm -hmm. and then you T pose throughout the entire map and throw sandwiches at people
0: yeah back then
1: I think I remember
0: feeling like okay maybe this might be the end for Team Fortress 2. Who's laughing now? Who's laughing now? Yeah. Gabe Newell in his fucking castle. (laughs) Gabe Newell, who has also lost weight in his his castle. Like, I, I think that this is actually really astonishing. Usually games that came out from 2007, like multiplayer games from back then, don't last this long. The only other one I can think of... It would be something like the the MMORPGs like World of Warcraft,
1: EverQuest.
0: Yeah, EverQuest. But something like Team Fortress Two. It has made all of the correct kind of updates to keep people interested. If if they went outside of that, then they would have been fucked. If they went if they went the way of Blizzard and Overwatch. They probably would have been done with it.
1: Mm-hmm. In. It it, it 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 speaks volumes for the uh, for the for the game design of, of how strong that how strong it is that people have been looking at it and saying hey they have a formula going on right now like do you want to build off on that formula yeah let's do it so we got games like Overwatch going on right now like when it first came out it was the fucking craze like it's still pretty popular it's not TF2 popular but it's still popular you have paladins did the same thing tried to build up on it like it's not popular like team fortress 2 or overwatch but it still has a fairly dedicated community they shit post a lot but yeah it's it's just it's a hell of a fun time and and people just enjoy the games like they'll they'll throw out their stupid memes about it but it's just like at the end of the day everyone just kind of enjoys the game you know
0: something about about Team Fortress Two is that it it doesn't quite have the um, infamacy of a toxic group. So League of Legends it's known for having a toxic crybaby kind of uh, of community. Yeah, but I never hear about that with Team Fortress Two.
1: Well, here's the thing: when it comes down to it, yeah, there are toxic crybabies. Like there are try hard, toxic crybabies, and that's true for any sort of multiplayer game. Every game. If yeah. you are not up to par in their own skill like in their own skill room, then you are obviously trash at the game. You shouldn't be playing this uninstall, you get the idea. But they still have it in the uh man versus machine mode MVM. Like, I think I think I think the most infamous of it would have to be the TacoBot community—the ones that rate players. Yeah, in a, in a PVE setting, like it's—are are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're really, you're really gonna do this. Mm-hmm. It's the shittiest experience that anyone has ever been a part of. I don't do NVM because I've heard the bad complaints. Like if you are not. If you are not in a pre-made, you're not gonna have fun. But when it comes down to the actual game, you'll definitely have fun. I remember like accidentally starting a pacifist faction in the middle of a game. That would just run. That would just find heavies, crouch down, and then just walk, walk around them, make a circle, and it gets them confused. And 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 they'll just they'll just stand there and they'll yell help. They don't know what to do. And then finally they'll just they'll just kill themselves and then we have to follow suit because we have to follow them into the afterlife. <laughs> what? That was me. That was that, that was me for a couple days. <laughs> or I would just appear randomly in a server, get other people to go and do this stuff and it's just like Huh. This is really fucking weird, but I'm enjoying it. But it's it's such an enjoyable experience when you start getting the ropes. Like when you, when you grab a hold of the ropes, you'll have a hell of a lot of fun. I mean, you'll have a lot of fun. And I I I haven't really had a game do that for me in a very long time. Sure, I'll get I'll 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 find some hidden gems every once in a while. I'll always go back to Smite, Paladins. I'll always go back to Team Fortress. I I, I guarantee you somehow I will get back into Team Fortress 2 and I don't know when. I don't know why, but I know for a fact I will. It'll just happen. It'll it'll just randomly happen. Like, I still play Vindictus every once in a while. Like, there's a new character coming out, and I'm watching the news real fast, so that way I know when the pre-registration for the character comes out, so that way I can just re-download Vindictus, and then just go. And I just... I just always have fun. Like, there is never a time... In Team Fortress 2, where I just don't have fun. And it's true for a lot of these games. Like, it's just fun. Good. Good.
0: Well, let's keep track of what's going on with Team Fortress 2. Let's keep watching this thing like a hawk and give
1: me the heavy update.
0: <laughs> what heavy update do you want?
1: The heavy update. The heavy update? Yes. For the longest time the community has wanted. An update to the Heavy class in Team Fortress 2. We haven't gotten it. So has Heavy just been neglected? As far as people are concerned, yeah, he is. But he's still strong, don't get me wrong. It's just that people want something new. Like the last update that we had was Pyro in his jump pack. In his gas can. And his ranged flamethrower. But... They wanted something new, like new new. I want I want, uh, I want a heavy update because I've literally been playing with the same the same weapons since I started playing this game. Thomas Love, the uh, the, the, the the bear claws, and the family business. I don't want to eat the sandwich because I don't want to gain weight. I won't, I won't run around. With a <laughs> shotgun, shoot people. And then whenever they turn around and try and hit me, I just keep yelling, "I'm friendly, I'm friendly." And then I run away. And then they try and chase me, and I keep shooting them. I'm that guy. <laughs> RDM, 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 RDM. You're such a shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's keep watching this thing. See what happens with uh, with the game over time. I wonder when it's gonna die down if it if it does anytime soon. Uh, but who knows? yeah, who knows. But, uh, yeah, I think that'll wrap up the show then. Guys, thank you very much for listening to this uh, This recording. Uh, keep checking in with us every Sunday night at 9 o'clock p.m. Central, twitch.tv slash superarrogantbros. And for those who have uh, not been able to catch us on uh, you know, live, we're not just on YouTube, we're not just on uh, Apple Podcasts, we're on a whole slew of other platforms. Check us out. There's multiple ways to be able to, to watch and listen to us. Um, I even have it on BitChute. Oh yeah. I don't know why. I, I it somehow gets us some views, but like it, it, there's a lot of conspiracy shit there. I wouldn't recommend BitChute as a as a regular thing. But we're on there. Yeah. Oh, oh, one more thing. Um, back in 2013, I did an interview with David Brocky, the uh mastermind from Gwar. And this was months before he passed away, though. Oh, And so I took that interview and. Bless you. So I took that interview and I posted it up onto YouTube. It is on the Arrogant Media channel. It's about half an hour long, but it is a great in-depth interview with a lot of stories from from David uh, from the very beginnings of gore going into um, the Corey Smoot experiment, um, the loss of Corey Smoot. Uh, the uh the battle Maximus album and um there's actually a song on the album called raped at birth which is about o- odorus <laughs> he, he was like the the lore is that odorus was like birthed into uh, a gladiatorial arena where he got raped Jesus. there's a there's a line where he says that he got raped with a chair and I got to like just just uh, toss it to to Brocky and like, well, how, how would you do that with a chair? Like, do you just break it off piece by piece and shove it up his ass? Like, how do you do this? But uh, it, it was, it's one of my absolute favorite interviews. If you have any interest in that or if you have any interest in gore or a fan of them, go look that up and give it a listen. So with that.
1: Well, I actually, now that yeah. I started thinking about it for a bit. So I did try and... Uh... I did try and use fucking uh what's what's it? The uh the the Trollger uh the Trolder loadout. What it is is that there's something called a rocket jump uh the rocket jumper in uh Team Fortress 2 for the soldier. There's also something called the Med uh Man Treads and uh the Market Gardener. Yeah. Basically a shovel. And I decided that I wanted to fucking try out a few things with uh with the Troller. So I'm rocket jumping around, I'm missing a bunch of different things i'm 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 not exactly having the most fun when it comes down to it, but there was this little shiny example, this stupid little scout that got caught on a goddamn barrel, and I wasn't paying attention, yeah, but I got him, and I fell to my death because he was right on top of a ledge, and I wasn't paying attention. You wanted me to say the words. Didn't ya? (laughs) But you know what you can't take when you have Mantreads on? What's that? Fall damage. Maybe you can. I don't remember. (laughs) It's been too long since (laughs) I played this game.
0: Attaboy, though, you got it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Now it's like a competition to see who can actually, like, pull off a weight of of being able to save fall damage. Like, now... (laughs)
1: Don't tempt me, bro.
0: <laughs> no, this is this has been a competition. I like, <laughs> probably turned it into one, but now it's a competition. So, guys, thanks again. We'll see you next time.
1: Bye-bye, friends.